Welcome to Pep Talk, a podcast from the Professional Edge Project. My name is JP Edgington, I'm the head coach and creator of the Professional Edge Project, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about how we can enhance our personal and professional effectiveness, how we can increase our mental resilience, how we can increase our calm, our composure, our confidence, our capacity and our capability, all for the benefit of our professional and our personal lives, since each has an impact on the other. If you like what you hear, I'd love to hear from you. It would be great if you could share it as well. But more importantly, more important than that, if something I cover resonates, then I urge you to take some action off the back of it. Even if it's something small, take some action off the back of it. Information is pointless without application. Thanks in advance. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy days to listen to this, but I really hope that you get some value, you get something that can actually make your lives a bit easier, give you some clarity on your day, give you some more confidence and allow you to go out there and and do what you do best. Let's go. Pep Talk, next episode, episode 39, racing towards the magic number for 50. Um, I have a little aim of being able to get out a um, hundred episodes in total by the end of this year. So let's see if we can't do that. But obviously I want to make sure that whatever we put out is of use, it's of quality, it uh, resonates with people, it's, it's something that people can um, take something from and, and use and apply it. It would be very easy to to knock out a bunch of podcasts that invariably just be filled with you know fluff um but obviously i want to put stuff out there that's um that that is actually of use um there's been a bit of a gap between this one and the last episode um not necessarily going to apologize stuff going on um busy moving things forward in, in, in lots of exciting ways and um if you are uh linkedin um, or linked via LinkedIn. If you're following um, what I'm up to on Facebook and the like, then uh, you'll get to see that as we go. But let's get into today's episode. So what I want to talk about today is, as the title says, my blank doesn't value me. Okay, or around this concept that maybe, and, and it's often it comes about that my boss doesn't value me. Yeah, my manager doesn't value me, my supervisor. So somebody in some degree of, um, you know, a senior position doesn't value me. What I'd like to do is just explore that a little bit in this episode. Um, And it's something I come across, I wouldn't say often, but it's also not rare. So that's kind of, somewhere in the middle um so when you end up you know talking to people as i do that that are dealing with you know are trying to prevent or come back from burnout or they are you know quite stressed or they just want to be more productive or they're, they're not feeling particularly um happy or fulfilled at work um the 
topic of being valued, of being appreciated, um, comes up. And we might well have all have felt this at some point. And there's just a couple of uh, perspectives that I'd like to just put across today and pose a couple of questions to try and uh, see if we can stimulate some different thought. And again, my role in, in all of these things is just to try and present a different perspective. Because um, perspective shifts are hugely powerful. They can happen very quickly. Um, and they can literally change the way we feel instantly. That can either be a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but hopefully what we do here is we look to kind of present or create the opportunity for some perspective shifts that are obviously beneficial. That the thing that once caused us stress, or concern or upset, um, all of a sudden, if we view them differently, we can feel very differently. I mean, how many uh, times have you, have you been in a situation where you're discussing something and, and, and you... You certainly seem to be coming at it from two different angles or you're in a degree of confrontation or small c conflict. You know, you don't agree with the other person. And all it takes is maybe somebody else or that person to explain it in a different way. Or, like I say, somebody else to, to put their perspective in and explain it in a different way. And all of a sudden, you know, things like, oh, I see what you mean now. I get where you're coming from, you know. And almost immediately, the thing that was causing you the distress, or the I, I don't see the point, I, you know, I, whatever the situation may be, practically disappears. The, the, the negativity or the, the, um, the resistance to whatever's being suggested disappears because we've just had that different perspective. And so, again, that's what we might look at here. So, let's talk about this thing about so and so doesn't value me. Okay, and we'll talk um, for simplicity's sake. Like, my boss doesn't value me. But, of course, we could apply this to, you know, my brother, my children don't value and appreciate me, my wife, my husband, my, you know, partner doesn't value me, my trustees, my whatever it is. But I'm just going to go with boss for now, just to be able to keep it simple. But hopefully you can uh, make the transferables yourself. So whenever I, I I get asked this or I come across this in a situation, I'm having this discussion with people, um, they go, oh, so-and-so doesn't value me. I don't feel valued or appreciated. I, I tend to just ask a couple of questions. Um, and so there, one of the first ones is, well, do you value them? Do you appreciate your boss. And, and often that the first response is either, well, yeah. And certainly if you ask this question, well, do you value your wife? Do you value your husband? Do you appreciate them? And often it's like, well, yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Well, do you show them? Do you tell them? Different sometimes with partners, um, family members than it is maybe to work colleagues. But the question still stands. Do you value... Your boss, you appreciate what your boss has to do. And this came up um, in one situation where this, this particular person was feeling not valued and so on. 
And then I said, well, do you value them? And the look on their face was obviously like, I, I not touched a nerve, but I'd presented something they'd never considered. And often you might be feeling the same. You go, well, why would I value my boss? Uh, why? Because value and appreciation is a one-way street. Uh, no, of course it's not. Well, they get paid more, so therefore I don't need to value and appreciate them. Right. And certainly if you're a middle manager, so say you're a, a supervisor or a manager and you have staff and you don't feel that you're appreciated by those above you, you know, you wouldn't like to feel valued and appreciated by your staff, but are you valuing and appreciating, you know, those that are more senior in the organisation? Um, and I think it's an important question to ask, because what sometimes we require to be able to value and appreciate somebody else is a bit of empathy and understanding of what it is to do their job. And in this particular situation with this individual, um, their boss worked three days a week. So yes, they had the, the more senior managerial role, um, but they were only there three days a week. And so I put it, I, I explored further and went, well, if you imagine, they've got to do, let's face it, even if you're only part-time, three days a week, you're still doing full-time hours, right? But you just have to cram them somehow into three days a week. Let's face it, that tends to be how it works, you know? Um, it's not that, um, you get to do only three-fifths of the work, you've got to find a way of being able to fit a full week into just those three days, and that's quite difficult and tough. And all of a sudden you began to think about, oh yeah, that would be tricky, wouldn't it? And you go, so you can appreciate the difficulty of their job, or you can appreciate the position that they're in. So if you have, say, trustees or, or, or you know, senior board members, and it's like, well, put yourself in their shoes. What's it like? You know, the, the, certainly if we're talking charity, you know, the, the people that sit on that trust, you know, or the, or the, the, um, the board members, the trustees, they are ultimately responsible for the organisation. You know, what does that feel like? So if things go well or things don't go well, it's all on them. You know, that's a very different proposition to when you are, you know, say a member of staff. And it's just by increasing our understanding and empathy. That, I mean, that, that's always going to be a good thing for any relationship. But taking the time to actually go, hold on, do I actually value and appreciate my boss? Well, maybe not. And then it just kind of causes some people to wind their neck in a little bit. Because you go, hold on, yeah, I'm asking for something that I'm not prepared or able to give or haven't put any thought into, or that's quite interesting. Or maybe I do appreciate them, but I don't show it. And again, this isn't a thing of, well, if I show them, then they will show me. Because I equally can't control what that other person does, says or thinks. Because it's outside of my control. Okay. So this isn't a, well, if I show, you know, that I appreciate and I value what they do and I have empathy and understanding for the difficulties and challenges and how they relate and, and how sometimes we have different perspectives because we're coming at things from different ways, that that will automatically guarantee that I get what I need. Of course it doesn't. 
but there is a great degree of um i suppose solace comfort um kind of calm maybe or reassurance when you control the things that you control and you stop worrying about trying to control things that you can't whether somebody values you or not is not necessarily in your control but you can begin to you know influence for sure by you know uh, embodying the type of behavior that you'd like to see purely because you know it's the right thing to do not because you therefore think that they must reciprocate so important question number one do you value and appreciate your boss or the person that you're you're wanting some degree of you know validation of it or some appreciation of it then we're going to come on to question number two do you value and appreciate yourself okay do you you know are you proud of the work that you're doing are you you know um appreciate the amount of effort that you have put in do you reward yourself in beneficial ways not just eating cake all the time um for the work that you're putting in are you tracking your wins you know are you measuring and and, and seeing the progress that you're making because if you don't value yourself yet you're expecting somebody else to value you it, it's going to be a bit bit difficult to do and this kind of leads me on to my third part the third kind of little section so do you value and appreciate them yes no and do you show it and do you show it not so that you can get it um, reciprocated do you value and appreciate yourself and if you do how do you demonstrate that to yourself what do you do and it kind of leads on to this bit which is potentially what people don't want to hear because yes it just feels easier and nicer if somebody else validates us it means that we don't have to put the work in it but if we put all of our or a large chunk of our sense of self-worth in the hands of somebody else we are handing them all the power or a large proportion of the power to dictate how we feel hopefully this makes sense right so if i'm waiting for my boss to validate me for me to feel happy about my work i am putting my fulfillment my sense of purpose my feeling of self-worth my happiness if you like in the hands of somebody else or handing it over to somebody i cannot control yeah because it's easy i can just go but they should value me they should they should they should out of your control okay so you could seek personal validation you could seek your you know understanding or building your own confidence based on what 
how you look at what you have done by looking at where you were and where you are now rather than just looking at where you are now and where you need to be. Okay? But as soon as you can... I'm not going to use the look inside for your own self-worth. No. If you can look and, and, and value and appreciate what you do, less do you need to worry about what other people think. Obviously, we want to make sure that we're on track, that we are within our um, you know, work remit, that we're moving in the right direction. That's different. Okay? But if we are only happy if somebody else puts the work in to make us happy, then... You know, that, that, that's kind of standing on a bit of a shaky leg. Because what if that person doesn't give us that validation? Or what if that person isn't there anymore? Yeah? All of a sudden we're left with nothing. But if we can value and appreciate ourselves and we can, we can take care of much, the majority of our own self-worth, then... That's how we can build some resilience. That's how we can um, take more control of our own fulfillment and, and, and how we feel about certain things. Of course, we are always going to want and need, it's just base kind of human social interaction to look for and seek validation from other people. But if it's the majority of of whether we class ourselves to be any good or not, and we hand that to somebody else, we're giving them all the power, or a large proportion of it. Um, and obviously that's, that's not a great place to be in. Okay? So yeah, just a quick little recap. Do you value them? Do you actually value and appreciate yourself? And... Should we really be looking for other people for validation anyway? Fully, totally. You know, it's, it's always going to be there. That need is always going to be there. But if we can um, regularly look at our own self. And often we, we, the reason we don't do this is because we think, well, if I'm blowing my own trumpet, then, you know... Everyone thinks I'm going to be like, all right, arrogant this or egotistic or that. No. It all depends on how you do it, obviously. But every morning I write down three things at least that went well yesterday, my wins, why it was a win and what I'm going to do next to build off of it. Okay? And if I'm looking to do a particular project um, that I've not done before or for a while, then I'll look back even further at past times when I've done something the same or that has similar characteristics. And I'll look back there for the confidence and go, yeah, you know, that, that was a good job I did then. You know, so if I did a good job then, I can take some things and away I can go. And I can, I can use my own compass, if you like. I can, I can take care of my own uh, direction and self-worth rather than just waiting for somebody else to provide the validation and appreciation. Have it as a bonus and as, as the icing on the cake rather than uh, the very essential um, 
nutrient for you to survive. So that is that one. Uh, just coming up 20 minutes for this episode. Hopefully that's useful. Again, 20 minute podcast episode is not going to solve, uh, you know, the world's problems on, you know, validation and, and not feeling valued. But hopefully all of these things, as I said at the beginning, is just to maybe get you to think slightly differently. And you know where I am if you want to kind of explore it on a more detailed, um, specific um, level. Okay, if you want to talk about the situation that you've got going on, you can just, um, let's get in touch and we can have a chat. But ultimately, maybe I've just got you thinking off this podcast, if nothing else. Take it easy and I'll catch you on the next one.